0: Pelicans fall to 1-10, losing to the Dallas Mavericks, 108-92. But we're going to talk about that in the third segment. We've been here before. We've seen that loss. Let's talk about Zion Williamson. How do we get where we are? What's going on between him and the team? What does everyone need to do going forward? Let's just kind of break this down. I'll give you my thoughts in the Tuesday edition of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are locked on Pelicans. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Five days a week, no paywall, anything like that, just breaking down everything you want to know about this team. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nolajake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Tuesday, we're going to talk some Zion Williamson. and What's going on between him and the team? Why is the narrative kind of turning against him? And what does just like everyone need to do going forward? Let's just kind of break it down and I'll give you my thoughts and share some little bit of inside info going on with everything here. And then we'll talk about this Dallas Mavericks loss in the third segment. But look, this loss, you guys have heard me say the same thing before. It's like Groundhog Day but we'll touch on it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So let's talk about the Zion situation just a little bit here. So what I think is going on is a couple of things. Why is his return been prolonged? Is he messing up his rehab? Is he not doing it all properly? Like, how did we just end up in this absolutely terrible situation, right? So a couple of things first. The team did know about the injury when it happened. I've seen some t- attempts to kind of break down the timeline of what went on, when he broke his foot, when his rehab was in. Was he was, was that wheelchair in the picture his some of the things we don't know, and there's a lot of speculation, and I think that's a dangerous game to play and a very slippery slope to go down, but some of the facts that we know have been reported on a couple of times. The team knew about the injury basically when it happened. They had a doctor there you know, that was involved somehow in the surgery, whether watching or consulting on all of it. So they've been kept up to date. I think we can kind of kill this idea, which was a stupid idea to begin with, that Zion showed up like three days before media day and was like, oh, by the way, broke my foot and I had surgery on it. It's not what happened. The team's been informed. When David Griffin said they've been in lockstep on this, I hate that word because he uses it so much. Yeah, I, th- I think that's actually the truth and is kind of what went on. I think ultimately kind of what you're seeing is Zion not trusting the medical opinion from this medical staff. And this goes back to his rookie year and that burst stuff, right? When they brought him back from that meniscus tear and brought him along really slowly, a big minutes restriction, not letting him close games, all of that stuff, I think, really killed a lot of his trust in this team, and I think that stems from a little bit more distrust, also, of David Griffin. We've we know a lot about Griff, right? Like this is the guy who was upset that LeBron James was coming back to the New War or to the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers when he was in charge. Probably the only guy that's really going to be upset that LeBron James wanted to join his team. He's got a way he wants to do things, right? He wants to have a lot of control not necessarily micromanaging but control over an organization and I think he does not like when players have some uh, a lot of power like that and we know that he and LeBron didn't see eye to eye on things and have some issues and I don't know if they have the best relationship to this day because of that and I wonder if some of that is because he wielded LeBron James did more power in the organization than David Griffin did and you're kind of seeing a bit of a repeat of that here And so knowing there was that friction between David Griffin and LeBron James, I wonder if Zion and his camp kind of realize some of that friction between Griff and Zion and that Griff doesn't want Zion to have some of this power. And so I think that Zion and his camp, to a certain degree, look at that minutes restriction from his rookie year and bringing him along very, very slowly, which, look, might not have been the wrong thing and might have been the best for his long-term NBA career. Again, we don't know for sure. I don't have access to the medicals and some of the thinking on this, but on the surface that makes sense, right? Like don't let him come back a full bore at things and then potentially risk hurting it more. But also should you have been playing him if there was any sort of risk for reaggravation of that injury, right? So I wonder if they look at this and kind of feel that Griff to an extent is trying to hold Zion back a little bit and not let Zion realize his full potential this early. And that leads to some sort of distrust, right? Like, do they look at Aaron Nelson? And the answer to this is yes. With a lot of distrust and be like, he doesn't have Zion's best interests at heart. He wants to hold him back a little bit when Zion is like, I want to be an amazing basketball player. I'm so good already. I want to go and do it. And so because of that, I wonder if he's going to look at the rehab plan that the Pelicans are laying out for him and being like, I'm not going to follow that. I'm going to kind of do my own thing and trust myself and my people. And look, the idea of his mom's his nutritionist and his dad's his trainer, that's all bullshit. And a lot of people are saying that and they know better than that because he has trainers. He has a nutritionist. Does he use them all the time? No. But does he have them? And has he kind of put some safeguards in place? Like, yes. Yes. Entirely. This is not a dude who's acting like a 12-year-old out there. Is he acting as a 30-year-old professional? No. Does he need to grow up a little bit? Yes. And we'll talk about that coming up in the next segment. I think he's just distrustful of the organization and doesn't think that this organization is putting his best interests it, it you know, first and foremost, and maybe putting somehow the team's best interests first and foremost. And those two things, while similar and kind of parallel, right, aren't completely. One in the same. And it leads to him just not trusting this team. So when they go, this is what you need to be doing, or don't do this, he's going to go, like, no. You know, it, and it, 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 part of it is he's so good. And JJ Reddick said this on his podcast, right? JJ Reddick came out and said, this is a guy who's been so dominant for 20, 21 years of his life. Why does he need to change anything that he's doing? And I think to a degree, Zion looks at that and agrees with it. It reminds me of a big Formula One guy, Kimi Raikkonen, right, was out there. There's the famous quote of him when his team, while he's racing, is trying to kind of give him info and tell him what to do. And this is a guy who's 40 and competing at a high level and a former Formula One champion and gets back on the radio to his team and just goes, shut up, I know what I'm doing. And tells them that, right? Like I think Zion's kind of doing that a little bit to the Pelicans right now. And to from one side, he's not wrong. We saw what he did last year, and he was healthy last year until they shut him down just because the season was lost at that point, not because he suffered a ton of injuries or anything like that. It was a broken finger. You can live with that. It wasn't due to anything he did. And at whatever weight he was last year, the dude was so dominant, he probably is like, okay, I'm not 180 pounds. I'm maybe closer to 300 or I'm 195 or whatever. It's fine. Look at what I did last year. And to a point, he's not wrong but he's also not a 30-year vet. He's not a guy that's done anything but make one all-star team and get some votes for all NBA. So should he actually be saying that to a franchise? And I'm not sure. And so that's, I think, what is truly going on. He doesn't trust this team. He doesn't trust David Griffin. And that leads to a lot of friction in him just, frankly, staying away because he doesn't think they have his best interests at heart and he doesn't trust them. So let's talk about coming up next, the weight stuff, all of that and what, what do we do going forward? Because that's kind of the biggest story, especially with the team being what they are right now, um, around the Pelicans right now. So before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Truebill. You know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business to, you know, it's a business scam out to get you. So don't let greedy corporations pocket your money, download Truebill and take control of your subscriptions today. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. We all know this, right? But Truebill makes it easy to cancel all these things. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And you have a Truebill concierge who's there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so that you don't have to. There's no worse feeling than like checking your, your bank statement and seeing like a 9.99 charge that you forgot about it or you're not entirely sure what it is. It's not so much like about the money, right, but more kind of the principle of it. It's kind of like a violation. You feel scammed. You feel dumb and it's a really bad feeling. I hate that. I've been there before. It's, it's just the most unfun thing. But that money also adds up if you don't take charge of a situation like this. And on average, people save $720 a year with Truebill. Think about all the things you could do with an extra $720 in your pocket. So download the Truebill app because they have over 2 million users and they've helped them save over $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash NBA. It could save you. A thousand dollars a year, seven hundred dollars a year. Again, Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you about prize picks, NBA fanatics gambling fanatics. Have you heard about Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. And if you've not checked it out, you're missing out. And I'm telling you, you're going to love this app because it just makes everything so easy. is going to give you the best chance of having a lot of fun and making some more money. So Picks is the best daily fantasy sports NBA game on the market. And they offer more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes every single game. They offer any You can think of Points Rebounds Even turnovers Or if you want to go Into the NFL Interceptions thrown Touchdowns Yardage All of that So if you go And download the app And make your first deposit While using promo code NBA You're going to get A $100 match So you put in $100 You're going to get Another $100 It's a 100% match Up to $100 You pick 2-5 to players And an over-under On their projections And you can win Up to 10 times On any entry And it's just you Versus the projected numbers You're not playing against Experts that are out there to kind of scam you to a certain degree. So use their award winning app on both the App Store or the Google Play Store, and they also allow mixed sports entries. So you can take the over on Kamara's yardage and the over on the Pelicans' turnovers because that seems like a pretty safe thing right now. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really super easy, and Prize Picks is safe and they offer fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out Prize Picks and use promo code NBA or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love it and I know you will too. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are here five days a week for you all, free, no paywall, just breaking down the biggest stories around the team. And right now the biggest story is Zion Williamson. So I just went over um, how you look at this and kind of try and figure out what's going on with Zion Williamson, right? Like they're losing games he's kind of away from the team we've heard all of the stuff kind of around him missing some workouts and that that's a case to what degree we don't know didn't show up in Nashville just seems like really disconnected and I think it's just that he doesn't trust the team a ton and there's been some issues here from one aspect I kind of understand it if he thinks they're not looking out for his best interest and this is a generational player you know even if his best interests don't align with the team he's got to kind of do what's best for him just like anyone would and while in some sense it hurts the team I I get it to a degree but the team also needs him out there look at what they are right now right so here's where things get a little bit murky you know we've heard a lot of the issues about his weight and is that a big issue or not you heard um, Charles Barkley make the joke about him and Shaq having a baby and all of that stuff Here's the thing, okay? I've seen a lot of the stuff about his weight, calling him fat and all of that. There's so much with this that we don't know that I I feel uncomfortable with it. And again, it gets very murky, right? The only time his weight is going to be an issue, this is literally the only time it's going to be an issue, is if it's holding him back from being out there on the court by harming his recovery, is the foot injury not healing as quick because he's carrying so much weight on his body because he's skipping cardio workouts with the team or he's not eating right, all of that, okay? That's the only time his weight is going to matter. If he plays like he did last year at 400 pounds, I wouldn't give a shit at all and neither should you. It's really that simple. But if his weight is causing strain on his foot so the bone's not healing properly, yes, that's an issue. Here's the thing. We don't know if that's the case. All of you who are listening, all of you have called him fat. And thats if you want to do that's fine. I'm not here to tell you what to do. You don't know for a fact that's actually stopping it. Is it the logical thing? 100%. But is it actually stopping it? We don't know. Or does his bones just not heal fast? Or is there a setback they're not telling us about? We do not know. Again, it's a natural assumption. It's a logical assumption. But that's a very slippery slope to try and get into if that's the case. But that's the only time his weight should matter. And if the team thinks that that is what it is, they need to kind of step in or someone needs to step in and have a talk with Zion Williamson. Again, we don't know if that's why this is taking longer, but if it is, he's he stops doing what's in his best interest. His doctors at that point are doing him a disservice. His camp is doing a disservice to him. And if that's the case, he needs I don't know. He's gonna harm his long term NBA career if, if that's truly what it is. I'm not sure if it is or not. I know there's a distrust between him and the team because of the issues that I laid out before. You know, the stuff is rookie year from Griff being kind of anti player empowerment and all of that. But the weight thing, I, I I don't I don't know. But if it's holding him back, then yes, that's an issue. And look, on the surface, it appears that we saw the video of him before the Knicks game and all of that. Again, if he goes out and plays well at that weight, then I'm cool. But if it's holding him back and he could be out there sooner, but he's not eating well. And again, he has nutritionists. I'm telling you, he literally has nutritionists and all that stuff about his mom is, is garbage. We'll see. If he is not being a perfect pro and he's not, right? Like we know he's not. JJ Redick also came out and said he's not. That's the stuff that he needs to work on. And that's the stuff that I'm not going to absolve him of and that we shouldn't absolve him of. I think that's kind of the important thing to keep in mind here. He's not been 100% professional. He's missing workouts with the team. Are those workouts important? No. Does he have some kind of rationale and justification for that in his mind? Yes. But this is where he needs to grow up. He needs to grow up. I get it. He's 20, 21, 22, whatever the age is. You're young, you make mistakes at that point, but kind of when you're thrust into the spotlight, when you're making that kind of money in your professional athlete, like you've got to grow up quicker, right? Like you can't just be a kid, you can't just be a 21 year old like you normally would like to be. It's just not how it goes. And if you don't start doing that sooner rather than later, and it takes guys a while, like not everyone comes to this kind of maturity at the same time. It took LeBron James even a year, two, three in the league to kind of get there. So I don't think Zion is on the wrong sort of trajectory with this, right? But also, guys, kind of get it ahead of the curve. And that's what you'd like Zion to be. And if he wants to be an all-timer, a Hall hall of Famer, that's what he does need to be because his career has gotten off to a rocky start so far because he's been so good. We see what the potential is, and it's amazing. And he's actually not living up to it because you're going to start missing more games than you've played. And that becomes a problem. And so he does need to grow up. And then the team needs to find a way to rebuild that trust with him. He should trust Aaron Nelson. They shouldn't fire Aaron Nelson. I don't even think they should necessarily fire David Griffin over this, but they have got to come to some sort of peace accord here where they all get on the same page. I don't know how you do that. Without firing people, I don't know what that would take, but that should be the utmost priority for the organization right now to try and kind of figure that out. All right, coming up next, we'll talk about the Dallas Mavericks game last night, the loss to the Dallas Mavericks, 108-92. We'll talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com. With The ever-increasing number of makes and models out there, it's impossible for a local chain store to stock all the parts you need for your car. They're going to have one part, it's going to cost way too much money and it may or may not fit your car. And you're going to have to buy it because you go in there and they don't have any other options. But you have access to computers with rockauto.com at home and in your pocket on your phone. So save time and money when choosing rockauto.com. Do not choose to spend 30 50 even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. A Honda Odyssey fuel pump, many of you have that, $353 from a chain store, 216 for rockauto.com. That's over $100 savings. So rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers online for over 20 years. and Their prices are reliably low for every single customer. And they have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet for your ride to refresh it. And it's all going to be the cheapest prices, or you can even get the expensive ones if you want performance parts for your car. And I work on my cars. They're out there on the street right now. I use rockauto.com for every single thing because it's the cheapest I've found. Whatever it might be, suspension parts, a new radiator, which I had to put in, It's going to be cheaper at rockauto.com. So if you're working on your car yourself, you've got to go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car. Truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms five days a week for you all. And now go listen to Ross Jackson with the Locked On Saints podcast, giving you everything you need to know about the black and gold for your second listen. So the Pelicans lose to the Dallas Mavericks 108-92. I don't have much to say about this game. This is, you know, you could quote Morrissey in the Smiths. Stop me if you think you've heard this one before, right? This is, it follows the script. It's Groundhog Day. This has been basically every game but one for New Orleans. They're outmanned because there's no Zion. And for the last five games now, there's no Brandon Ingram. So for a first, for a half, they compete. They were down four going into halftime, despite their offense looking terrible. Honestly, I'm not really quite sure how it was that close. But they were in it. And then in the second half, the talent mismatch kind of takes over. And the Pelicans falter. They got smoked in the second half. They didn't do well here. They scored 22 points and then 23 points. They're outscored... By 12 points in the second half, and all of a sudden this game becomes just a big runaway for the Dallas Mavericks. It's just really that simple. Like, I I can't fault this team. I was tweeting with Mark Stein on Twitter, and he goes, look, you know, what more do you want, right? How critical can you be of this team with no Zion and no Brandon Ingram? You had Yunus who battled in this game and was really, at one point, doing everything he could to kind of keep them in it. He finished with 22 points and 11 boards. He's been amazing this year. Josh Hart had one of his best games that we've seen from him in a while. 22 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 8 of 13 shooting. He never does that. He stepped up in a big way. But they don't have a Luka Doncic kind of player They don't even have a Chris Porzingis kind of player right now or Jalen Brunson off the bench kind of player. And so they lose. It's just it's really simple, right? Like, I can't get upset with this team. We've we've seen this one before. It's just that's it. There's there's nothing more to say about this. They're trying hard. They're just outmanned. It's really kind of that simple. If you're frustrated, I get it. And we're going to talk about this. I want to talk about this in tomorrow's show of. Should this team be better than they are? I think the answer is kind of yes and no, and I'll explain why tomorrow. But there's not much else to say. We've heard this one before, right? We've seen how this has gone. Nothing's changed, and I told you not to expect anything to change. And that's how it's going to be. They'll maybe get a win on Wednesday against the Oklahoma City Thunder, but after that it gets a little bit dicey. So they really need to win that one. And nothing's going to change So they get Zion back, or sooner, Brandon Ingram, and it's just going to kind of be the way it goes. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. We'll talk about tomorrow, though, should the team be better than what they are right now. I think that's an important discussion to have. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all then.